The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your hosts, Alan and Jonathan, Bernie with Gamer News, Aurora Monroe with the weather, and Happy Gilmore with sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, happy Independence Day, brother. Happy birthday, America. Woo-hoo. How are you doing, Alan? I'm um, pretty good. Feeling uh, pretty patriotic. Yeah, man. Did you salute the flag and barbecue today? Oh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's get Yes, yes. Time to get fatty. Oh. <laughs> Way ahead of you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually went to a BBQ at my brother's and I got chastised because I wore a green shirt. Green? What's wrong with green? Yeah, I, well, because I, I was supposed to wear red, white, and blue, apparently. Ah. I wasn't thinking. I was going to celebrate America's birthday, but I wasn't dressed for the occasion. Oh, that's too bad. Well, we got some news coming up, right? What? What? We do. And we're working on the holiday. You're welcome, the interwebs. <laughs> uh, actually, Alan, uh, what we're going to start with is this, uh, we got some Ant-Man the Wasp news. As uh, as you know, we are, well, as we just said, we're, we're recording this on July 4th. So Ant-Man the Wasp is officially premiering tomorrow, uh, July 5th. It's the long-awaited sequel to 2016's or 2015's Ant-Man um, and uh, it's our last Marvel fix until uh, Captain Marvel in March of 2019 mm, that's so I'm excited yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay uh, so uh, some of the news we have for this is uh, it's how much is it projected to make Alan it's supposed to be now now before you tell me okay well, let's look at the last let's look at the last two Marvel movies so we had uh, Avengers Infinity War Mm-hmm. Making over two billion, and then we had um, Black Panther, which broke all sorts of records, making I think it ended up with close to eight hundred million. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Ant Man and Wasp, what are they making? Uh, expected to make between seventy and eighty million, which is still the, not bad. Well, for the weekend. For the weekend, yeah. Opening. The, yeah, weekend. that's really good for Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. the The previous Ant Man uh, opened up at uh, fifty seven. Okay, so yeah. about thirty million dollars gain twenty four. Yeah. four million. Uh, I think it will. I think I think it's got good buzz on it. I think um, you know this will be a third time seeing him, right? We had Ant Man, we had Civil War, mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of people like you could. Cons- I mean, Ant Man made a lot of money, but you could kind of consider it a sleeper. Um, uh, it, again, we said it on many of our shows. We were surprised that it turned out to be good, and I think a lot of people were surprised that it was entertaining. Uh, and it's um. It's been in preview, so people have seen it. Do we have any ratings on it yet? Uh, well, the only ratings we got here is uh, Rotten Tomatoes. So the sequel to the two fa- 2015 Ant-Man is currently rated at 84 Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty good, uh, which is a little bit better than their previous, the, you know, the first film, that was 82%. Um, wh- what were your thoughts on the first film? Did you really, really like it? Were you okay with it? I really liked it. I got to tell you, last week... Or maybe even Friday, last Friday, uh, my niece came over and she wanted to watch it, so we watched it again. And it's, it's I mean, it's got really funny moments. I mean, it, look, it's got a lot of parallels to Iron Man, um, but I think Paul Rudd makes it, you know, gives it that little different every man kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's a good movie. It's entertaining. It's I like the juxtaposition between when they're like fighting on the train mm-hmm. and then they pull, you know, they look, everything looks huge and big and, and they pull away and it's like the little trains falling off the track and where the little caboose goes flying across the room. <laughs> it's that kind of stuff. It's, it's funny. It's inventive. And, and my understanding is that the director really goes a step further with that kind of like playing with 
the bigness and the smallness of what's going on in this one. Um, highly entertaining is what I'm reading. That uh, it's fun to watch. It's got two. Um, oh, the, the new one coming out. Yeah, this one coming out. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, what did you think about it? I was okay with the first one. I mean, I was I didn't hate it. I, I liked it. It was, but it was okay for me. Um, like what you mentioned earlier, uh, the parallels with Iron Man. I, I now I was watching the movie. I was like, wow, this is a lot like Iron Man, and that kind of annoyed me a little bit. Um, but the funny thing is with this the Ant Man Wasp stuff with the trailer coming out, I can't believe how excited I am for this stupid movie. You know, yeah. like I'm really anticipating. Like, oh man, this is gonna be awesome. Well, I think I think uh, part of that is the last. Uh, one, I, what, what came out last year? Um, probably the last three, four, five movies have been fantastic. You have, you go back to the beginning of last year, 2016, 17, I believe you have Guardians of the Galaxy 2, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, and, and then you have, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, which I don't think you liked as much as I did. Um, and then you have Thor Ragnarok, then you have Black Panther, then you have Infinity War. So they're, they're doing, they haven't had, I mean, other movies have been bombs, but these are... For me, these are five really, really good movies that, oh, that they're coming out fun, of. Super fun, super yeah. fun. And and I think word is too that there they are or may allude to something that happened in Infinity War, maybe. So I'm, they I'm, have to address. Yeah, they have to address that. something. So I'm 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 really excited. Mar- Marvel, jeez, man, Kevin Feige's got this down, man. He really does. He yeah. really does. It's really good um, stuff. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So eighty four is is good. Yeah, oh, I'm really yeah. excited. When are you catching the movie? I am watching it tomorrow with my niece and my nephew at 6 o'clock my time. The first right. show. Cool. Uh, how about yourself? Uh, Friday. So stay tuned for one of our uh, Ammon Wasp podcasts. Yes, our, our, our Nerd Me podcast for this weekend will be the our thoughts on Ant-Man the Wasp. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, Al, it's time for... This is Bernie with Gamer News and Redbox Reviews. Uh, new information that I got from Telltale Games. They'll be releasing the final season of The Walking Dead, season four, uh, coming out in 2018. And I believe it's for all platforms. So we'll be following Clementine for the last time this season. Um, not sure what we'll be expecting, but either way, you know, this, uh, this series has been going on since I think like 2013, I think. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, that se- season one was great. I, uh, I really enjoyed it, but I kind of started losing interest a little bit as I st- started losing interest in the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but either way, I think it'd be worthwhile. I'm sure they'll have like a season package like they always do, so you can play all of them if you haven't yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and another news, my review for the week, uh, I went ahead and played The Adventures of Captain Spirit, which is going to be a prologue for Life is Strange 2. Uh, so it's pretty cool. You follow Chris, the little kid, and I was like, cool, we're playing Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. <laughs> but it's pretty great. Um, what I like about the game, uh, the story reminds me a lot of my own childhood, actually. Oh, wow. Um, it reminds me of, like, those Saturdays when my parents aren't home and there's nowhere to go, no money, and, like, what do you do around the house all day? Yeah. So it's great because you kind of get that perspective of, like, a child's imagination. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's kind of neat. So he kind of, like, turns into 
like uh, like this little section of their house that has like rubble and garbage and like tin roof and all of a sudden he goes underneath it and becomes a cave you know what i mean <laughs> so it's just kind of neat to kind of go back to like you know when uh when all you have is the mundane around you how do you turn it into something more right so i think it's a really great game and uh the ending of it kind of leaves a lot of open questions for the for life is strange too pretty exciting and it's free to free to play too across all platforms so i had it that's awesome yeah i played it on xbox and uh i enjoyed it it's not a long game at all but i just think it's actually a pretty good prologue for a bigger game for later on that's awesome yeah for sure so anyway i would probably give it mm, give it like a four out of five i think it was it was great it was good but you know i think i think maybe if we had you know, maybe a little bit longer, I think, would have been... How many hours do you think that gameplay is? Uh, I would probably say no more than two. It's not, oh, a very, okay. not a very long one, but I mean, it's a prologue, so... Right. You can't expect it to be that big, and it's free to play, too. It can't go wrong. Yeah. Right? All right. Well, that's all I got for you guys. Have okay. a great day. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Vern. <laughs> Alan, you know what time it is? It's time to... Hit it! Ooh! Um, yeah, wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. You were supposed to do the yeah. 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 Right, try again. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Sound like I stubbed my toe. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Hey. All right. It's Quick time it. for Quick Hits. Alan. Yes. Alan Taylor, the director of Thor The Dark World, has signed on to direct The Sopranos prequel written by... The creator of Sopranos himself, David Chase. Alan, you a Sopranos fan? Um, negative. What? <laughs> well, I am. It's probably one of the best TV shows ever put out. What? Um, so I'm real. Yeah, it really is, dude. You gotta watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, you gotta watch this show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited about this movie, and I believe Alan Taylor directed quite a few of the uh, episodes, so it makes sense that he would um he would direct this movie. But yeah, so you know, former director of Thor: The Dark World, unfortunately. Probably, probably considered the, I won't say the worst, but considered the least not good Marvel movies, would you say? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah, it's, it's, it's also between that one. Iron Man 2 doesn't get a lot of love, but I kind of like Iron Man 2. I liked Iron Man 2. I wasn't a fan of Iron Man 3. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, so I think it's it's a three way consensus wide with like beyond you and I, I think it's a it's a three way between Dark World, Iron Man two, and um, Incredible Hulk. Right. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. But anyway, so Alan Taylor's uh, moving on to The Sopranos, so I'm looking forward to. It. I'll be in line for that one. All right. All right. Quick hit. Uh, Kevin Feige confirms there shall be a Doctor Strange two. Huzzah. All right. <laughs> yeah, so there was a little speculation there because uh, uh, um, Benjamin Cumberbund had said uh, he, he wasn't sure there was going to be a new one. So people got a little scoured. And after seeing what happened to him in Avengers Infinity War, people were like, oh, it's over. It's over for Doctor Strange. Oh, come on. Of course it's not. <laughs> um, yeah, so there will be a Doctor Strange too. There you uh, go. I, I wonder if we'll be looking for be looking forward to see it. Like we are, like Ant Man and the Wasp. Like we're like, ooh. <laughs> the the last like, thing oh. I read on it though is that they're not working on it like immediate, immediately, because I think they, they're they're trying to go through this 
you know, the second phase of the Marvel Universe. They got some things lined up already. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think they're they're pushing that out a little bit further, though. But whatever. I'm excited. Awesome. Yeah. I look, I think he does a great Doctor Strange. I think Infinity War really showed off his uh, his his power set, how powerful of a character he is. Oh, yeah, especially Infinity War. Holy crap. He got good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got real good. Yeah. All right. Quick hit. Quick hit. Uh, AMC has tapped Yvette Nicole Brown to replace Chris Hardwick as the moderator for, uh, I think, well, definitely the Walking Dead um, San Diego Comic-Con panel. I think he was doing one other one. I don't remember which one. Uh, I believe she's got to be subbing in for him. Uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, if you watch The Walking Dead and you watch Talking Dead after it, she's a huge, she's like a Walking Dead super fan. Like she keeps uh, notebooks and stuff about you know what's going on in the show, and she's like a, a super fan. And she's also uh, uh, she's an actress, but I know her best from Community. I don't know if you watched Community, but I was one of the that's yeah. a really funny show. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was on Community, and I think she was on the remake of The Odd Couple a few years ago with Matthew Perry. Oh, really? Um, but yeah, yeah. So she's going to be taking over moderating the panels for Chris Hardwick, who I guess is still sorting out his issues. Yeah. Cool. Yep. All right. Quick it. Quick. Alright. Here's some comic book news. Brian Michael Bennis, who's currently writing the new Superman well, who's writing Superman. Uh, his Superman series will be getting a TV ad campaign from DC Comics. When was the last time you saw a comic book advertised on TV? I would say G.I. Joe Transformers back in the early eighties. I would say you are correct. Oh, I would agree with you, sir. <laughs> okay. I'm amazed at that. I'm, I'm amazed that they're going to spend the TV ad money to get people on board this Brian Michael Bendis yeah. uh, Superman series. Well. Yeah, let's hope it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just, he's finishing up a miniseries, Man of Steel. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I'm enjoying it. Um, so I am looking forward to seeing what his Superman um uh, series gonna look like, but it brings the question to my mind: Is they're gonna put av- TV advertising money into a comic book, which means that they do care about the sales of the comic books. I guess Marvel is more in a position to not really care how, because they're a lot of their books sell, sell very poorly, um, because they have the TV money back. I mean, the movie money back in up, I guess. Whereas DC probably has to care a little bit more about their comic sales. I always felt with Marvel, like, especially with with different movie companies owning their properties, that sometimes it seems like they're a little gun shy about creating things. Like, isn't it if Marvel creates any kind of mutant, then who gets it? Is it Fox? No. Yeah, Fox. Fox. Fox would get it. And I remember they're, they're almost even trying to kill Wolverine in the comic book. Oh, no, they did. Right? They're trying to, like, yeah, really... Yeah, they, they, yeah. Yeah, they're doing those things to their characters. So because of that, they, they, it seemed like their whole comic book and it just had no growth. I mean, I complained about it before. I think it stinks. You know, they, they haven't done anything so far where it's making me want to jump back in. Where DC Comics, which I don't read, is like I feel like I'm getting drawn to them, you know? Because it seems right. like they're putting a lot of effort into it. Well, I've said it before on other shows. It's For me, it's hard to read Marvel because they're so... There's so many new characters with old names, meaning they took the characters we grew up reading and they've 
put other people in different costumes with maybe even different powers and and, and you know like Miss Marvel's a teenage girl now and she stretches kind of like Mr. Fantastic um you know even Nova who's got the same uniform he's a new guy and I picked it up I'm like oh this isn't Richard Ryder <laughs> like I don't know what's going on you know there's yeah. uh, there's a there's a there was a new Hulk running around for a while. He was, a, and they're all like teenagers. They're like, yeah. they're all really like the, the new Hawkeye was a female and she was, a te- I, I believe a teenager. And I actually liked her. She was part of the young Avengers. That was a good book for a mm-hmm. while there. Um, but yeah, like a lot of these heroes are, to me are unrecognizable. Like, like they're to going, the point- to, they're going down the route of being gimmicky, you know, to, to create right. sales versus creating good stories, which is what DC seems like they're, they're doing. Yeah. And I feel like they're trying to target this, this uh teenage fan base because they even brought back they even had a storyline where they go back in time and they bring back the original five x-men you know when they're late teenagers oh, right, when they first yeah. started and mm-hmm. brought them to the present and they're yeah. like you know fish out of water type things but they're act- acting in this present yeah and it's really i don't know there's like there's like three different people with the name wolverine there's like miss marvel captain marvel uh like two Captain Marvels, I, like I, you know, there's a what is the what is oh is it Spider Man? Well, it's two Spider Man. There's Peter Parker and, and Miles Morales. Um, oh well, I was thinking the Flash. That's really screwed up. The Flashes are a little mixed up. But well, you know what's weird though? When I go to my comic book store, the age demographic they're not teenagers. You know, they're yeah. actually like kind of my age and stuff. You know, I walk in there, I look around, and like. You know, it's, it's, they look like my age, and and I don't see teenagers. I don't see like young kids perusing the comic books because let's face it, man, how much is a comic book nowadays? Three, four, five dollars, four yeah. bucks, five bucks maybe. You know, n- they're not paying for that. It, it's 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 the working person that's that's paying for this stuff, you know, or or and, you know, and, the collectability yeah. factor. So and comics, comics are are just not what teenagers do now it's digital you know what i mean though yeah yeah true yeah you know, i'd like to see the digital numbers maybe the downloads are, are doing better than the print books but i don't yeah. i wouldn't know I, I can't speak on that yeah. uh, but anyway so yeah i just found the surprise that dc was going to shell out money for tv ad campaign for brian michael but this is super good mm-hmm. um have you seen the sure promo stuff you'll, you'll already i haven't seen any of it i just i just read that they were going to do this yeah superman got his underwears again oh yes oh you saw that yeah oh i thought you meant if i saw a commercial oh no no no, no. Oh yeah, Brian Michael Bendis brought all that back. He 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 took that new Fifty Two Superman. I was like, peace out, homie. <laughs> um, yeah, See? and it's funny because in the book they're like, he's wearing his underwear on the outside again, and See? like someone will say something, but no one will address it. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah, me too. Yeah. See, good job, DC. So we'll see what happens. Quick hit. Quick hit. All right, Miles Teller, most infamously known for. Um, playing Reed Richards in the most recent Fantastic Four movie um, has been cast as the son of Goose uh, who's Michael Anthony? No, Anthony Mike. Oh, I can't remember. Michael Anthony. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. The actor's name. Uh, the guy from ER. He was cast as Goose's son in the Top Gun sequel titled Maverick. And also along the same lines is Val Kilmer says he will reprise his role as Iceman. Get out of here. Yes, well, a CGI, I would imagine. That dude's... All right. Why do you got to be cruel? <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying. He also not... had throat cancer. What? So give him a break. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. I'll cover just went through a bad throat cancer. All right. All right. Um, My yeah. So uh, Top Gun is... There's 
when you think of 80s movies, you know, if you wrote down every cliche on a piece of paper, it would be Top Gun. Like, you would have written a script <laughs> for Top Gun. Yeah. Um, down to uh, men playing volleyball with no shirts on for no apparent reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I liked Top Gun when I was a kid. Uh, so I'm kind of looking forward to this. Just to see the new um, new planes. I don't even know. What, what is this Air Force fly now? I'm still stuck on the G.I. Joe ones. Spaceships. I don't know. Yeah. Be cool to, it'll be cool yeah. to watch. Yeah. Tom Cruise will be back. I think he's going to be one of the head instructors or something. Yeah, I think, yeah. He's, well, did he win it? No. Iceman won it, right? He, yes, he did. Yeah. Iceman yeah. won it, but Tom Cruise saves his bacon in the, in the fight. That's in the right. Fight. That's right. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, good luck with that song. We get it. We get it. All right, Walmart is selling. Uh, Walmart has made a deal with DC Comics. DC's really going all out now. I, now, I tell you. Talk about yeah. Uh, July 1st, this past on May, they released four first issues of DC's new, excuse me, 100 page giant anthology. Oh, wait, I got a hiccup. Uh, the first issues of DC's new 100 page giant anthology comics uh, Batman Giant, Superman Giant, Justice League America Giant, and Teen Titans Giant. Uh, and they're only found exclusively at Walmart's. Uh, they sell for $4.99 each. Uh, they are they contain a 12-page exclusive comic, as well as reprints of older stories. Uh, so you get a 100-page of comic book for five dollars. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, not bad. They plan the plan is to do it every uh, to release every month. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, the first week of every month. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Superman and Justice League the first week of every month. Batman and Teen Titans. Two weeks later, okay. so first and third weeks of the month, you'll you'll see it'll come out. Um, yeah, I mean, do you remember Hundred Page Giants back in the day when we were growing up? Um, no, I don't remember those. I think they were kind of phasing out. There, I think they're much bigger than the seventies, but there were a few. I know I picked up a few in the eighties. Hmm. Okay, um, and it's pretty much the same format. Is you'll get a short original story and then they'll, they'll throw in some reprints somewhere i'll tell you what uh the comic companies talk about how do we get new readers and how do we you know nobody wants to jump in on a amazing spider-man 800 and they when they feel like they have to read 800 pages i mean 800 previous issues and know what's going on reprints dude i read reprints all the time uh dc had tales of the teen titans which which basically reprinted um new teen titans and uh marvel had uh oh tales was it Tales of Spider-Man or Tales of the Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And those are straight up reprints of old Spider-Man comics. I love those things. Right. Yeah. And I would buy them. And it cost the price of a regular comic book. But you would get a new cover usually and, and you get the old story. And uh, I liked it. Boom. Yeah. So I think this is a good deal. And look, I'll tell you what, DC's doing what they got to do. I tell you, man. <laughs> we're, not talking about, we're not talking about Marvel doing any of this stuff. Yeah, they're doing something. Good thing. Uh, let's see. Um, all right, Superman Giant starts off with a original story called Endurance. It will also have uh, Superman Batman number one, Green Lantern number well from 2003, 2003, Green Lantern number one from 20, 2005, and the Terrifics number one, which came out this year. Uh, Batman will start. The Batman Giant will have a story called One More Chance, Part One, and it will reprint Harley Quinn number one from 2011, Nightwing number one from 2011. Batman 608, the first part of Hush, which is a great storyline. Jim Lee Hart. Uh, da, 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 da. 
and there's that. And then Justice League America will have Wonder Woman as a star in a story called The Conversation. Uh, the reprints here are all new 52. Justice League number one, The Flash number one, Aquaman number one. Uh, and then Teen Titans Giant number one. The original story is called Enter the Disruptor. And it will reprint uh, from Reboot, Rebirth Era, Super Sons number one, and Sideways number one, and Teen Titans number one. Okay. All right. So I might pick them up or at least stand in the store and read them. <laughs> All right. All right. Quick it. Quick it. Uh, scratchy, scratchy, scrolls. Oh, here. I'm kind of sad, dude. Oh. On my best, known for playing Jar Jar Banks, uh, Instagrammed out that um, after the backlash he received from the movie about 20 years ago? 10. Ooh, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, long time. Uh, he he contemplated, he com- contemplated committing suicide. Um, so it seems, Alan, every week we have a new story about Star Wars fans making people feel, making people that make the movies feel awful about themselves. They're either jumping off Twitter or they're contemplating suicide or, you know, just having to fight back on Twitter constantly, a la Ryan Johnson. Uh, what's going on with yeah, the uh, fandom? These dude? stories just make me sick, man. You know, they like, really do, right? Th- these guys are. are he's an actor you know he's he's trying to get work and he's just reading the script you know you think he read the script and be like oh man this, this is a bad character i'm not gonna do this you know i needs to work you know and then people go online on their social media stuff and and starts harassing people for what he did i mean dude it's it's a freaking movie you know and job. I mean, what's he gonna do? Walk up to George Lucas and goes, "I don't think this is yeah. appropriate." Yeah. I, like, I don't know, George. <laughs> the director tells the actor how to do their job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It's just, it's just, it's, it, but it's insane. Look, I hate George R. Banks. I don't hate him on best. Right. I would shake the guy's hand. Exactly. Yes. And I mean, this goes. If you've read anything about Jake Lloyd, the the ten year old that played Anakin. His life was ruined because of this. Yeah, well, yeah. You yeah. know, he, he got bullied and everything, and and like he's got. I, I don't want to. Well, I'm not sure. So I don't like I say, but yeah, he his. You look up, look up Jake Lloyd. What's been going on in the past twenty years of sport kid's life? Uh, you know, and it comes back to Kelly Marie Tran, and and then there's another report that Christopher McQuarrie, who who just directed Mission Impossible Fallout, that's coming out. He's saying how. You know, he he wanted to direct the Star Wars movie, but the toxic fandoms cured him of it. Yeah, like, like <laughs> he why, he's like, it. why would I normally do that? Yeah. yeah, God, it's just insane. Like everybody needs to take a step back. Seriously, yeah, yeah. Keyboard, yeah, I, and I feel bad for me. I'm the best, you know. Yeah, look, look people push you that far. Yeah, but yeah, you know, whatever people got to say. Dude, and look, you know me, and I've said it on every show I get a chance to. I, there are certain things about the Star Wars universe I hate. There are characters I hate. There's a director I hate. <laughs> There's a movie I really dislike. But I don't take it personally. Like, I don't go after them. Yeah, we're not, like, going on their, you know, directly to Twitter and be like, hey, dude, you idiot. You know, we're not doing something. I mean, we, we voice our opinions and stuff, and that's fine. But we're not personally attacking anybody. Yeah, I just don't, I don't understand it. I don't, and, you know, I mean, 
people might say I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but you don't know me like that. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I, I don't know what kind huge. of fan you need to be to be just. I mean, come on, man. Suicide? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Take a breath before you type or or edit or reread what you're saying. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. Just all I'm trying to say is cut it out. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm my best. Yes. All right. Uh, Come on the show. Quick it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I would love to. I would love to talk to him. Um. And in tying it with Star Wars, Lucasfilm announced. <laughs> Lucasfilm announced that they're going to do a Star Wars fan awards. Yay! <laughs> fan most least likely to make someone want to kill themselves. <laughs> oh, right? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, it says, uh, and I'm reading this off a of geek tyrant. As a way to inspire a hardcore Star Wars fan who still loves the franchise, Lucasfilm has announced the Star Wars Fan Awards, which are calling the ultimate celebration of Star Wars fan creativity. Some of the awards, uh, this is from StarWars.com now. We want to honor the many ways that fans express their love of the galaxy far, far away, including everything from fan-made film to cosplay and beyond. So if you're, more, if you're most impressive, we want to see what you can do. Okay. Uh, there's three categories. It went different awards in each category. There is a video category. Uh, long, up to five minutes, and short, up to 15 seconds. Best animation, best stop motion, best comedy, best choreography, best visual effects, audience choice, filmmaker select, spirit of fandom. Um, there's a photos category. Best scene, inspired photo, best family portrait, best throwback photo, best original concept, funniest, best pet photography, best Star Wars <laughs> food presentation. And other awards will be um, given out by... Lucasfilm. Um, so yeah, there you are. The Star Wars Fan Awards. Wonderful. Quick hit. Quick hit. All right. Uh, Breaking Bad. There will be a Breaking Bad reunion at San Diego Comic Con. Did you watch Breaking Bad, Alan? I did. That was uh, good. That was really That's a really good, good show. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's going to take place right after the Better Call Saul panel, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, do, do you watch Better Call Saul? No. Okay. Because the next season will premiere, um, I think, in August. Uh, that's isn't a good that, show too. Is, isn't Better Call Saul kind of like a prequel to Breaking Bad? Yeah, it's a prequel. It's it's Saul Goodman's story. It's, uh, it's yeah. how yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's before he met um, Jesse and Walt. Right. Uh, yeah, but uh, on tap is pretty much everybody. Um, yeah, all the all, all the characters from the movie are going to be at the uh, reunion. Cool. So that's pretty. I mean, from the TV show. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I love Breaking Bad. And it's been uh, why are they having a reunion? It's been ten years since it premiered. You're isn't kidding. That amazing? Ten wow. years ago, Breaking Bad. Oh sorry. my God, yeah. that is crazy. It's crazy how time's long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, good for them. Yeah. Quick hit. Quick hit. And finally, Alan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louis Tan, who played Shatterstar in Deadpool two, and I believe is on Into the Badlands. Yes. Okay. And, and he was on Iron Fist. He did an episode of Iron Fist as the Drunken Master. Mm-hmm. Uh tweeted out or instagrammed out that he was well a few weeks ago he was seen at dc and nobody knew why uh he said he talked about many projects with dc and he did name nightwing specifically he did he did talk so i'm not saying so i'm assuming he's maybe in consideration for nightwing could be um, in the picture he had as, like a stack of batman comic books so right the, i mean they can make him Jason todd they can make him a bad guy you know you never know well let's say it's nightwing Let's say it's Nightwing. Your thoughts on it? Because I know you you love Nightwing, so this is okay. your guy. 
I'm down, man. I'm down. I, his right. martial arts is fantastic. Yeah. Um, why wouldn't I be? And and he's got the look. I mean, I'm assuming he, he looks a little Asian, so I'm assuming he's some kind of – if he's not full Asian, he's mixed. Um, but I don't care because Dick Grayson was a, a circus performer. You know, he's, they never really go into his background of this and everything. True. Uh, he might be. I don't know how old he is. He looks a little old because Dick should be in his mid twenties. I'm thinking, um, but I think he could pass it. I wonder how that fits in because aren't they doing kind of like a reboot of Batman and and there's rumors that they may go the route of a younger Batman. That's why they're still not sh- too sure what they're gonna do with Ben Affleck. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I mean, I'm as in the dark as you are when yeah. it comes to what DC's planning to do. DC's keeping their plans very close to the vest, and I think that's smart. You know. Yeah, it sounds like they're restructuring and trying to figure things out. Well, it's like we said uh, a couple of shows ago, uh, three years ago, three years before Justice League came out, they already you know they, they put online a, po- a picture of, uh, of of Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Mm-hmm. So you know it's probably best they don't start. Hyping, hyping movies up and stuff. Right. Until they get exactly what they're doing with them. Yeah. All right. So, thus ends Quick Hits, and thus ends another episode of The Week in Geek. Oh, a little uh, update. Batman number 50 came out today. Oh, yeah. And I'm just going to say, told you so. <laughs> if you want to know what we're talking about, listen to last uh, week's pretty much sure you. <laughs> <laughs> Told you so. <laughs> okay. Yep. Before last week's The Week in Geek, if you're wondering what he's rubbing in right now. Right. Oh, and don't we have a birthday we're celebrating besides America's birthday? Captain Steve Rogers, July 4th, 1918. Happy 100th birthday, Yay. Captain Steve Rogers. All right. <laughs> this is Alan signing off. And this is Jonathan saying, stay classy, San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs>